0: Welcome to the 15-Minute Podcast. This is at least my 10th attempt at recording this, but my microphone keeps falling over, getting my microphone over in 15 minutes. Let's start things off with a little disclaimer. I have a neurological disorder, so if my voice cracks, or if I lose my voice, whatever, I know this isn't live, but I can only do so much editing, so you're just going to have to deal with it. Alright, this podcast is going to mostly be about things in wrestling that aren't getting enough attention. And seeing how this podcast will go and listen, that's pretty ironic. Anyway, let's uh, go ahead and get started. I'm going to be talking about a wrestler who is currently signed to NXT UK. What is WWE doing with Ginny? They've been sitting on this talent for years now. At least two they've given her hardly any programs and even though they're just now starting to push her it's a shame she sat over there for so long you know being squandered when she could have easily been used for something else for example the main roster of wwe at the very least on regular nxt now for those of you unfamiliar with jenny i've actually got her wikipedia page pulled up right here Ginny Sanda, born September 28th, 1989, an English professional wrestler, better known as Ginny, born in London, England. She was trained by Progress Wrestling, and she's the first female graduate of the training camp that they have located there. The first time they showed Jenny in NXT UK was this really well-put-together video promo, uh, basically showing her as some kind of fashion model, you know, someone you have see in, like, a Vogue magazine or something like that. And what I love about this is, it's actually kind of the polar opposite of her wrestling style. Uh, she's a very uh, hard hitter in the ring. She's very angry when she's uh, in the ring fighting, and very vicious to her opponents. Um, it's one of those things you just you just gotta you gotta see her matches. Uh, she puts on one hell of a show every time she's in there. She does outstanding promo work. Uh, She's just got that attitude, she's got the confidence, and honestly, that's one of the main things, Uh, the confidence when she's in the ring. It doesn't matter who she's wrestling, she makes them look 20 times better, she's fantastic, so, you know, I could sit here and say this all day, but, you know, when it comes down to it, WWE has her on this show that no one's really watching. I mean, who's watching NXT UK outside of me, and, you know, maybe a few other people? And don't get me wrong, NXT UK is one of the best wrestling products out there right now. If you haven't seen it, you've definitely got to watch it. Uh, but the problem is, you know, when, well, as Luke Owen from WrestleTalk put it, when he was talking about this, if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, you know, and that's unfortunately the problem that we have here. She's been there for two years, as I said. And, you know, it gets to this point where it's like, okay, she's she is ready to go. She doesn't need any more development. She didn't need development when she got there, in my personal opinion. But, you know, I don't know if it's her personal decision. Maybe she doesn't want to live in the U.S. right now. Who knows what's going on, you know, in her personal life. Like, no, you know, it could even be put out there already in the, the press, and I haven't seen it, that maybe, you know, she has no interest in going to the U.S. Who knows? Uh, but at the end of the day, um, hopefully she does she could be out there feuding with Charlotte Flair, and it would be one of the greatest freaking wrestling matches that anybody would see. But again, here we are. Whatever the reason might be, hopefully this will change in the near future, and we can get Ginny into a proper wrestling show. Okay, so um, we're going to be experimenting a lot with the format here. Maybe I'll try having some guests on and all that stuff. Um, If I do get any listeners, please uh, feel free to reach out to me. Um, let me know if there's any certain wrestlers or topics you want me to discuss. But yeah, alright, so a little bit more about the uh, subject matter here. So let's talk a little bit about what's going on right now. She's currently feuding with... Uh, Ginny is currently feuding with Piper Niven, which is a great feud choice. Um, it'll help both of them out, I think, in the end, uh, because, you know, Piper and has gone for the title several times, so outside of maybe them doing a triple threat, I'm not really sure what road they're going to lead down. Keep in mind, I've yet to watch this week's episode of UK. Hopefully I'll get to that here soon. But, you know, that leads me back to the other problem that I have, which is, you know, three hours of Raw every week. I'm watching Dynamite on Wednesdays, NXT on Wednesdays, Smackdown on Fridays. It's, it's a lot, you know. At the end of the day, it's a lot. And when I finally get around to UK, usually I'm two or three episodes behind. Um, I've been trying to do better better lately, but it's it's difficult to keep up with all of this wrestling. And don't get me wrong, I'm definitely grateful for it because there was a point in time where we had very little choices out there of what to watch and although I am definitely tempted to um, stop watching the main roster of WWE for for many reasons and I really don't think I need to get into them because there's a million other podcasts and a million other people out there that could tell you why. It's all pretty obvious at this point. So this past week um, Ginny has a match with Isla Dawn and it was Probably the best match I've seen Isla Dawn have on UK. Not that there's anything wrong with Isla Dawn, she's a fantastic wrestler. I've personally never been a huge fan of her gimmick, uh, the White Witch. I just don't feel like it fits her. I'm sure it fits her personality. But, you know, personally, I don't think it works for her character-wise. Um, it just doesn't really have much dimension to it. Um, she's a witch. Okay, so... What do you do as a witch? You don't really do any witchy things. Other than, I guess, the way you walk to the ring and the stuff you wear is kind of, I don't know. I don't really get it. But, you know, that being said, she comes out, they have this match, and during the match, one of the things that's kind of beneficial uh, in this horrible situation we're currently in uh, with COVID is that there's, you know, no crowds, and we can actually hear what the wrestlers are saying. And uh, Jenny was just on par, just knocking it out of the park whatever sports analogy you want to throw at it just nonstop with the insults and it was just she's not on her level all this other stuff it's just one of those things where it really made the match feel bigger than it was you know because it was just a regular exhibition match you know there was no no more contendership spot on the line or anything like that um but again uh the two of them working together outstanding job um and that's basically what inspired Uh, Today's podcast. I thought, you know, for the longest time, I'd love to do something like a podcast just to kill time or whatever, but, you know, I never really felt passionate about the idea of doing it until I saw this match. And I watched Ginny just being herself out there, you know, and it was just one of those things where it's like, someone needs to talk about this. Someone needs to be talking about Ginny. And I guess that's going to be me. Um, Just some nobody sitting in his bedroom talking about a show that nobody watches. Yeah, but that's alright, you know. got to start somewhere, and hopefully, even if it's not just from me talking about it, that somehow she gets the recognition that she deserves. And I just looked at the time. I am nine minutes in to what is supposed to be a 15-minute podcast, and I am basically out of material. So let's talk a little bit about this week in wrestling, um, because it was undeniably one of the biggest weeks in wrestling history. Uh, We saw, essentially, a partnership happen between AEW and Impact. I'm behind a week on NXT UK, but I got to watch that tournament end, which was really, really good. Um, A-Kid winning the uh, Heritage Cup. Definitely worth a watch. And... We've got a brand new AEW champion with Kenny Omega, Um, and of course, Sting debuting in AEW. Now uh, a lot of uh, positive, negative, different things going out there in the world. Let me just say, I think it's a positive, I think it's great that Sting is back. Yes, he's 61 years old, but I don't think that matters. I don't think he's going to be having many matches. His presence alone in the company is enough, to be honest. And I think that if you look at things like uh, in history, when you look at uh, WrestleMania, things like Hogan and the Rock, just being in the same ring together, the stare down. to a lot of people, that's all you needed. The match was, you know, you know, a lot of people don't even remember the match. They just remember they remember the entrances, they remember the stare down on the ring, and to them, that was what mattered. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know. Wrestling doesn't matter in wrestling because that's well, obviously not what I'm saying. But the spectacle of it, you know, the theatrical, the feeling that people got with Darby Allen staring down Sting and not flinching—I mean, the confidence in his face—it's just—it's—it told a story, and it's something that people are already speculating that we're gonna have that match, and that's not even a guarantee, just from that stare down. And it's powerful stuff, and it was really, really cool to see. I think we're going to see a lot of cool things with Sting, uh, just as we've seen with a lot of people that have shown up in AEW. I don't think they've let us down yet. That's my personal opinion. The friends I've talked to and the different reviewers I've watched, everybody is saying the same thing. It made us feel like we were kids again. You know, 12 years old, sitting in front of the TV, watching Sting at WCW. You got Tony Schiavone, who sounded like he was having legitimately shocked reactions like he didn't know what was happening. Um, you could definitely hear he was he was probably crying, understandably. Um, you know, taking him back to those days. You know, those days in Nitro, those days on Thunder. It's been a long, a long time since people have felt that way. WWE never fully took advantage of Sting when they had him, which is sad. So over on Raw this week, you, you know, and I had to sit back and think about it for a minute, what did happen on Raw? Because so much happened after Raw this week that it just makes... It makes Raw look like the B-Show. I'm just gonna say it. Just gonna put it out there. But we did see AJ Styles become the number one contender uh, for Drew McIntyre's title. That is definitely gonna be um fun match. It'll be great to see how they set that up story-wise if they do anything with almost the uh, security guard or bouncer, whatever you want to call him, for AJ Styles. But, uh... Yeah, we'll see what happens there. We're on NXT. Uh, we finally got the um, the women's team all set up over there for the War Games pay per view that's happening on Sunday, uh, tomorrow actually. So that should be uh, that should be pretty good. And finally, over on SmackDown, um, we finally got the match made official for TLC: Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Looks like it's going to be a TLC match. Again, great stuff. Um, a lot of people on the internet nowadays or acting like you have to choose one or the other you really don't there is no reason at all that you can't watch both companies AEW, WWE no reason you can't watch Impact Wrestling New Japan Wrestling and sit here and say stupid AEW fanboys stupid WWE fanboys whatever you know Jesse Davin on Twitter one of my favorite people to follow made a really excellent point this week she said, there's no reason that when somebody posts something that they're super happy about happening, to go on their Twitter page and sit there and just insult them for liking something. It really, it gets gets you nowhere. Go make your own post on your own page and complain about something if you want, but leave someone alone when they're happy. And uh, I like that sentiment. And I think I'm going to go ahead and leave it at that today. This has been Getting Over in 15 Minutes. If you uh, enjoyed this podcast, uh, feel free to let me know. You can uh, leave comments or whatever, however it works, through uh, the Internet. It's going to be on YouTube. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at underscore AM productions. That's A-M as in Anthony Michael Productions. I also make music for fun. Um, I made this stupid little annoying loop that you hear. I'm going to try to do better on that next time. I know it's fairly annoying. Um, But, you know, first time for everything. So, anyway, thanks everybody. Bye-bye.